prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Welcome, world. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. My name is Brandon Holland. I am your host, BW Holland32 on social media. And uh, we have a special episode for you today. Um, someone who has become a good friend to me, um, someone who is a supporter of college athletics at my alma mater, and uh, just a, a great all around guy. Uh, James with House United Sports. James, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brandon. It's absolutely a pleasure to be here with you. I'm excited uh, with our conversations that we've had uh, over these past months and to be invited to, to sit and talk with you is just an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thanks for uh, thanks for your time and thanks for being on. Um, what I'd like to do with, with our episodes um, for our listeners, you and I know each other fairly well, but um, for our listeners, could you uh, give us a little little bit of your background and um, how you got into uh, creating House United Sports and the brand that it is? Sure, absolutely. So uh, my background is a long story, so to speak. I've, I've uh, filled several different positions in different careers in industry. But through that and all those different uh, jobs, whether it was working construction, starting out on the farm growing up, but also, as I said, working in construction, working in retail, uh, went to, I served in the Navy for four years and also uh, worked in the corporate world uh, with a global uh, sock manufacturer as a marketer and brand manager, lots of different hats and, and roles, right? Yeah. And so now, and still working, got a eight to five to, to pay the bills, but my pride and my passion right now is the, our business quad three sports and the brand house united and we're just really excited about the vision that we have which is to create a community of fully engaged fans for fully funded student athletes and uh, really that's just what brought me here so to speak as, as far as the path is concerned okay so what are some of the uh some of the things that house united sports does Initially, right off the surface, is we create apparel uh, and sell it for uh, currently now Appalachian State University. And with that apparel, while we have the transactional piece, part of what we're trying to do is take it beyond that, and that's to create a community of. And so then we take 20%, a minimum, of all those purchases of Appalachian State apparel, and we send it back to the athletic scholarship fund and program, the Mountaineer Athletic Fund. So that way, that's the second piece from a financial standpoint in helping students be fully funded in their scholarships. We've learned so much talking with coaches and players about this. I thought that I knew uh, about college athletics and how scholarships worked, and I've learned a tremendous amount even from a coach like uh, John Mark Bentley uh, and understanding that you know, the NCAA allows them only 9.9. Don't ask me why that number when it comes to the amount of scholarships a wrestling team can have, but 9.9 and they're not completely fully funded. So they're able really to, to make sure that all the, the funds are there to help the athletes with their tuition, their meal plans, what have you. So we're learning a lot about that. And that's the surface. 
But what we're also doing is diving deep or deeper currently with engagement and conversation, uh, encouraging with positive messages through social media to the athletes, to fans, making sure that we're promoting that positivity, not negativity in, in, in a social media landscape or in any landscape as far as we're concerned. And then we'll dive deeper than that, where now we're going to bring athletes and fans together with our tailgates and other events. We've reached out to some athletes that uh, wanted to take advantage of the new name image likeness rule that's in place. since the Supreme Court ruling. And so they're able to, to do that. We want to help them. And uh, then also a little bit deeper, another layer yeah. where we want to get down to the high school level. And we want to, this is where you and I have had a little bit of conversation and we're going to get some more traction on it with getting to the high school athletes so that we can help them from a leadership standpoint, learning more about what it takes to be a leader, what a true leader really is, because not all leaders are born. There's the, the old, you know, question is a leader born or made. Yeah. I believe there are lots of people that have skills that are very, very effective as for, for uh, leadership roles. That said, I think everybody really has them. It's just a matter of tapping into them, learning how to use them in the right ways and putting them in those situations to take advantage of it. So we want to dive down deeper into that. And all this is just um, a work in progress. That's so awesome, James. I'm, I'm really proud to to be connected with you and what you're doing for the university and for the athletes. Um, I am curious though, what, uh, what gave you the vision um, to, to do this? And, you know, you, you're still doing your, your eight to five, like I am and, you know, pursuing yeah. this passion, um, you know, which, you know, I, I know I spend most of my extra time doing this. And, yeah. um, and so I'm curious as to like, what gave you the vision and, you know, motivated you to sort of take, take this risk? Yeah, well, and you're right. It's a risk because, yeah, we do spend a lot of time as uh, whether it's entrepreneurs or someone who just has a mission or a goal. And when that's something we're really passionate about, it's hard to only put half of our time or half of our brain to that. A lot of times it ends up being a little bit more than half. So I have to balance it so I'm not cheating the other parts of my life. Yeah. But the, to your to your question, really, it was just um, for me, just a one could call it an epiphany or a realization, what have you. But just driving around here in our town in Dobson, North Carolina, I'm originally from Boone or the Boone area, grew up on grandfather. And last year, during a time when there was a lot in the news, a lot in conversations among uh, friends, family and, and others about various things that you know were basically dividing us, okay. whether it was. Uh, racial injustice, to political differences and opinions, to the, the COVID pandemic, which ends up in enveloping even those first two yeah. items. So it really was just a matter of saying, you know, why aren't we able to really talk to one another? Why can't we really find those common places and have a true discussion? You know, I've, I'm all about great civic discourse and being able to really talk to one another and we've seen or I've seen, you know, the flags and the tags on cards that say house divided. Yeah. And at one point, my wife and I, you know, we even had that flag years ago. Uh, and uh, 
that said, I, for whatever reason, I just started thinking about that flag. It just, the Lord just put it in my head. Yeah. It's just beyond. God put it there. And he said, I want you to think on this. And so as I'm driving around and I thought, well, let's make this a United thing. Let's, and sports is a big passion for me. And I know how much sports did for me, even though I did not have the skill set or the athleticism to go beyond middle school, much less into high school. And so, but I still, I've always enjoyed sports and how it can bring people together as a team. And I thought, well, what a perfect platform to be able to have a place to unite one another. Cause we can go to ball games, we can go to the ballparks and there we're all rooting for a team. And regardless of our differences, regardless of our color, regardless of our opinions. And so let's launch from there. Let's use that as the platform, the, ath- the athletics, the team camaraderie and spirit. And then that let's, let's build a united house of people that are working toward a common goal. And so that's where I came up with the name house United. And then from there just started spitballing in my own mind uh, about how and what and why. And really that's, that's really how it came about in a very, very long drawn out way. That's how it happened. That's amazing. Um, So uh, how long have you, have you been doing this so far? Well, we just crossed our one year anniversary. August 6th was the date that we really, you know, legally filed papers and and as far as you know from the legal standpoint on that side but before that you know, this was all being thought about planned and and figured out in a way a few months even before that trying to determine the why as simon sinek uh, would would has have us ask first yeah and so then uh once i got it all together august 6 was the day i i started making things legal and getting things going that's amazing. I love that, you know, you, you took something and turned it into something a lot more positive and something that can actually resonate with a lot more people. Um, you know, we just, we all have a lot more in common, uh, than we do, than we don't have in common. Um, oh, no, I, yeah. and I think that sometimes we tunnel in on what's in front of us in, in our lives and what's immediately surrounding us in our three foot space. And I think that that's where a lot of us, uh, including myself, I mean, I, I, even in my own home, it's easy for me to forget about those around me and wanting and how I can be a good servant to them because my faith teaches me to be a good servant, not only to uh, my Lord and Savior, but to my brothers, my sisters, my wife, my children, everyone. And so, yeah, I wanted to make sure that whatever it is that we do, uh, comes from a very, very positive place. And so it's just something that I don't know. I just, I just knew that sports was it because I've been, I've been to games, I've been to events and it doesn't matter who is who and where you came from. If you're pulling for that team, your brothers and your sisters then. So from there we set that common ground. Right. And I learned in debate a long time ago in order to necessarily uh, have a good, healthy debate, First, you got to find common ground. If we can't find that, then we're just two people arguing. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big piece of it. Um, and you know, it, it's amazing that you know you're able to be successful in this. And I'm just I'm really happy with um, with what the Lord's doing for you, and you know, pushing you along the way to help make this impact to, to these students and to the athletes and to the fans. 
um, you guys have the the apparel lines and um, you know I definitely need to to get some of those uh, some of those shirts and so uh, I graduated from Appalachian twice uh, got my undergrad and my master's there uh, my dad uh, was on the football team there um, and my brother also graduated from there so um, it, it runs in our blood too. So, <laughs> um, that's, that's so good, James. Um, so what are some of the things you ha- you guys have going on this fall? Well, we've got a lot. One, we're, we're going to be doing a little bit of cleanup on our product line. We've got some really, I think really good, good stuff, uh, coming out, but that said, that's just a component of it to help people, uh, do what we do on, on that end. Uh, but, at the games, the football games, we're giving away season tickets that we've purchased through House United. Uh, there's an outreach to help build our Yosef Club uh, fan base so that, that way we can continue supporting that way, right? Again, so now we're not only getting people in the stands, but hopefully we're growing membership. And then that sends even more dollars and creates even more engagement with the university more directly than having to do it through House United. Mm-hmm. So giving away four season tickets each game. So we've got a total of six home games. I'm actually going to do it for five. My niece starts at Appalachian here uh, this, this year. So we're going to take the, the tickets for the first home game. Okay. And then when we play those guys from uh, down around the beach area, then, then, uh, uh, then we'll give some, give our tickets away, but we're going to tailgate and we're going to get athletes involved. Uh, Tyson Fernandez, one of our really great friends and uh, first uh, House United supporters of uh, former athletes, him and his fiance will be hanging out with us at homecoming. We're looking to get some other athletes to come in and hang out with us. And we're going to have a party right there and right before the game and get together. And again, more engagement, uh, more uh, fellowship. And then beyond that, We'll continue to engage people through social media on our live stream that we actually do called Mountaineer Rap, where we invite athletes and uh, and coaches on, and we allow fans to be able to ask questions and get to know a little bit more about them as people. And of course, we talk sports. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my next question was about the uh, the Mountaineer Rap. So, um, have you uh, have you uh, been able to kind of lock in some more guests for the fall? Any, anything that we can look forward to coming up? Not yet. Okay. Um, we're looking right now, you know, football super busy. Everybody's really excited about that, but I'm, I am working on scheduling some, some newer athletes and even bringing in some, some previous guests. We want to definitely feature other fall sports, for instance, volleyball and head coach Matt Jennipro would love to have him. He has two new assistants now. Wow. Uh, it'd be great to introduce the Appalachian State family to their assistants so they can get to know them better, as well as our soccer team, uh, cross country and others. We just want to not only emphasize the football team, which is great. We all love football, of course, but we also want to lift up all the other sports as well as, as they get ready to start. That's 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 really good. That's really good. So what has um, what's been your uh, your biz- biggest success so far um, from, you know, building the brand? Well, to say success is, you know, that's always difficult to quantify, really. Um, I would have to just really right now qualify it as that we haven't gone out of business. Yeah. Uh, 
So that's great because uh, as you know, a lot of business people, uh, entrepreneurs understand the first year is one of the very toughest. You get past that and then you got a couple more to look forward to to really slog through those, get past three years and, you know, things might be looking a whole lot better. So from that standpoint, success number one, we have we have done that. Success number two, our outreach and engagement uh, and communication through with fans has been, I think, a big success. We have what we call, you know, House United fans uh, or family members. And those people have been really, really engaged with us online. And they've been vocal. We've asked them for their voice because we want their voice in what we're doing, whether it's in the product development and, and, and sale to you know, who we have on as guests on Mountaineer Rap. To tailgating, we even asked uh, for the, the the tailgate at, at home. Uh, what kind of food should House United offer, right? So we're starting out with beer brats, very first weekend, right? And then someone someone suggested maybe some bison. The next game, <laughs> uh, getting a little pricey now. I think uh, might want to be careful about asking opinions, but but still, it's, it, I think that's been a blessing in and of itself. A lot of support. Uh, you know, we had one negative comment out of all this time, wow. really. Yeah, uh, one person uh, had some really negative comments, but uh, but I think that we 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 did a great job. When I say we, by the way, uh, I work with two other guys. It's me, myself, and I, and so we as a team <laughs> came up with a really good reply for his his negative comment about our products and what we do and and a non-existent niece that he doesn't even have and so we just basically mm-hmm. said you know well we're sorry that, that you feel this way but you know we're going to continue doing what we're doing and should your non-existent niece ever go to Appalachian State and want to get a job we would absolutely love to interview her and meet with her so maybe one day that'll happen so but out of out of all the tweets and conversations we've had it's just been super positive and i think that's our biggest biggest success that's so awesome and this you know this next question is probably more so for me uh more so for my benefit but what are some of the things that uh just starting out that people need to do as far as bringing brand awareness and building their brand well, of course, and I think anyone, uh, anyone that has been an entrepreneur or worked in business or, or built something of a brand or business, first, you just got to love it. You got to be so passionate about it, uh, first and foremost, because if you don't, then it's going to be next to impossible to get other people to even just kind of like it mm. or and then have that that drive to put it out there where I'm constantly thinking about how do I inform other people Uh you know, that said, from a brand awareness standpoint, when you look at it from marketing, uh, one, you have to look at your your different modes of communication. Uh, how and who are we wanting to talk to? Um, if your demographic is, you know, 18 to 35, uh, what have you, then understand that first. You got to know who you're reaching out to uh, because spreading the message out to the whole entire world one spends a whole lot of time energy and resources and so you end up really really tired by the time you actually inform the people that you wanted to and so beyond that from uh 
once, once we understand who, who we're talking to, so we know our why, now we know who, and then now we got to start talking about what and where. And so then what are we going to say? Where are we going to say? It? And then how are we going to say it? Wonderful thing about the internet is we can create a brand so easily through social media. It can be a brand for most anything, whatever it, the case may be, whether it's a brand of pet sweaters or what have you, then it's just a matter of finding that niche and, and networking with others though, to be able to, to learn from them, which I've tried my best to do in talking with, okay, how did you reach out? You're finding other people that are successful in doing this. And so that's, that's my ladder, so to speak. So my first rung is I got to know, got to know my why, why am I even doing it? Yeah. And then once I know why, then I can say, okay, from there, what, and, and then how, when, and, and, and just go from that. that. That's the, that's the easiest answer I can get without getting into too much marketing jargon and, and, uh, and, and stuff that nobody's going to care about. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I know that, you know, with businesses and especially, you know, starting from the ground and building things yourself, um, you know, there can be some, some holdups and some roadblocks and things like that. Um, what sort of things drive you to, to keep going um, when you do come on to roadblocks and things that might potentially, you know, cause you to slow down a little bit? Well, so there's obstacles, which I like to look at it from, which I read a really great book called The Obstacle is the Way. Okay. And I would encourage anyone and everyone to read that because it's great just from a life standpoint when we encounter any kind of obstacle, any anything that can slow us down. And really, from that standpoint, though, it's my competitive nature. I really want to do well at everything I do. Uh, and I want to not necessarily always have to beat everyone, but that is really great when I do, when I get some win, that's awesome. But that said, I, I like to just be out there competing, not only against myself, making myself do better. How can I do better today than I was yesterday? So that, that whole 1% better mentality. Yeah. And then beyond that, solving the problem. I don't, I'm not a big fan of, uh, having problems come to me without solutions. I like it when people bring me solutions. Uh, I love it when they see the problem. Here's the solution. Great. I'm glad you thought that through. Let's talk about how we make it work. And so then we can stay positive and move forward. And so that's what really drives me to is solving those and, and saying, okay, well, this ain't going to slow us down. I uh, grew up, as I said, on a farm. Uh, didn't have a father, but my grandfather uh, did the best he could to, to fall in where where. Uh, where, where and how he could. And one thing that was really great about that whole entire time growing up was we learned things break, things go wrong on the farm, but you never let it beat you. And that was always a really great thing. We would finish up with a job and at the end we could say, see, I wasn't going to let that tractor, tractor kick my hind in, yeah. you know, or what have you. So always wanting to be better. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a powerful life lesson. Um, you know, farming teaches many lessons. Even you know, going back to the Bible. I mean, a lot of the uh, a lot of the stories and lessons we learned are, you know, dealing with um, dealing with farmers and dealing with growing things and you know patience and 
you know, um, continuing to, to invest in things and, you know, the time that it takes to see things come to fruition. So, um, yeah, that's, that's powerful, James. Um, <clears throat> so what are some of, uh, outside of House United and outside of, um, you know, your, your day to day, what are some of the other things that you do to sort of stay busy? Oh, oh, there's a lot. I've, I call House United sometimes my third job. <laughs> uh, my first job every day is wake up, you know, and I, I thank the Lord and, uh, and I do my devotion and I have and I count my blessings, obviously. And then but my first job is my family and that keeps me busy with a wife and two kids and they're both 10 years apart. So they've got various needs and, uh, and levels of needs. And so working to be the best, not only the best man, the best husband and father I can be in that space. And then beyond that, again, my eight to five. And while at my eight to five, I'm trying to stay fully engaged there while also at the same time keeping one eye or, or one foot on the rail, so to speak, so that I can keep House United driving forward. As soon as we end our meeting tonight, I'm right back at, back at it, packing orders and fulfilling and getting those ready to go out. So every day is a, is a busy day in that respect. Uh, so there's lots, lots of things going on every day. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, I know that you stay busy. Um, sort of off the wall question, but I'm, I'm certain you have an answer. Favorite moment from an Appalachian state football game. Oh, wow. That's tough. There's a lot of really great moments, but <laughs> I will have to say that it was, um, and it's not necessarily a play, right it was a game we were in boone and this was the semifinals. it was fcs uh level still and me and and one of our really good friends a guy i used to play music with uh we were in a band together for for seven years and there it is it's it's freezing cold in boone in fact that it snowed there was still snow around the field they cleared it off so that, that they could play there were there was still snow in the stands and i even had New little hand pocket warmers. I had one in each boot, one in my one in each front pocket, one in each back pocket. I had pocket warmers in my 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 hooded sweatshirt pocket. <clears throat> Trying my best to stay warm, and it was an absolutely awesome game. And just that environment of being there, no matter how cold it was, around about thirty thousand of our greatest fans and friends. And then staying around long enough after we won the game, because here we're going to the FCS championship and a lot of people just go home. Well, now we've got a whole lot of people still sticking around because they're able to buy tickets right away. Yeah. And just fellowship that we had uh, as, as fans, friends, brothers and sisters, that's really one of my most favorite moments, tough elements, tough environment. A lot of people just leave at halftime. Even if they made it mm -hmm. that far, because of the, of the weather, but that's what we Mountaineers do. We, we do more with less and we, we fight through and struggle. And it was just a great, great game to be at. I, to this day, have not been in a better environment than in our stadium when, you know, when the, the guys are just hard at work, there's not a better environment. I 100% I agree. Been in the student section. I've been up in the, in the seated section, love the student section. That is too bad I can't be there anymore. If I could sneak down there and hang out with them because the energy that's there. Yeah. And, it, you know, I agree. I mean, just it's not just the tailgates. We love 
being there, but just absolutely being inside the stadium. And the guys do a great job on the field. They continue to win, and they're and they work really, really hard. And we love what they're doing. And when they say they give their all for Appalachian State, they really are. And it's awesome to hear the roar of the crowd and just to feel that electricity and that energy. I, I have not been to another place where I felt that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's something like no other for sure. Um, yeah. Well, we're getting to the uh, to the end of the show here. Um, is there um, anything else you'd like to, to share with our listeners? Um, any any cool stories or anything anything big that you're working on or anything we're not supposed to be talking about? <laughs> uh, cool stories depends. Uh, I've got lots of stories and. Depending, but if we want to focus on House United and what we're doing, I guess one of the really coolest things that's been going on for me is just being able to engage with guys like Kendall Lamb. He's our OG. He started out very first athlete to come on and get engaged with us and to meet with him and Tyson Fernandez. And really, that's just, um, I don't know, I, I have a hard time, I guess, telling cool stories. I don't think I'm the best storyteller sometimes, but, um, but really – uh, coming up, just want people to, to know who we are and what we're doing because we've got some other schools that we want to get involved with. So um, maybe that's the coolness is that the idea is to branch this once we have set the model and, and we've got things going in the right direction, um, both, you know, uh, financially and otherwise operationally and everything and start reaching out to other universities and helping out other other people. Uh, we don't want it to be just, just about one place. We want this to spread and we want it to grow uh, from a grassroots. And that's been really great about what we're doing. It's grassroots. It's not all corporate uh, and it's been handed down as people grabbing a hold of it because they really see the, the vision in it and, and, and what we're doing. So uh, that's about the coolest thing I can come up with. It's, and it's not cool, but that's okay. No, that, that's very cool. I, I like the vision that you have. Um, and, you know, we've taken taken this platform and we've been able to do uh, something similar. So, um, but, you know, come September 2nd, I will be wearing black. So I, I, that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, I love so, it. Uh, for our listeners, James, how can, they, uh, how can they find you and connect with you? Oh, so on social media, our Twitter is House United 2 Instagram, House United Apparel, uh, Facebook, my wife and I, uh, we use our Facebook account to connect with people. So it's James and Sheena space justice, J-E-S-T-E-S. And, but our website is houseunitedsports.com. There you can go and read all about what we're doing, check out the apparel and see what's going on. You can subscribe and learn about what's upcoming, which speaking of which we're getting ready to drop. Hey, that's the, that's the cool thing. Why wasn't I thinking about that? Ham uh, <laughs> Peoples, uh, the the stud in the backfield, is uh, signed with us uh, as a um, as an athlete with the name, image, likeness. So is Caleb Sperlin mm-hmm. and also uh, Demetrius Taylor, uh, Meech. So these guys and we've got and there's some other athletes. Bailey Morton uh, plays softball. A couple of volleyball players. Uh, another player from uh, from Florida region, which is. Lord Brandon, I could talk about these kids all day long because I love them so much. And I just think the world of what they do, a really great kid. And again, this is, this is, this is what it's about. Right. So now I'm going to get up on my, on my high horse on this one. So we got this, we got this guy and his name is Trey Shannibal. 
and he's from Florida. Well, Florida Tech, where he was going to university, cut the program. No more football. So now he's without a home, right? And he's looking for a place to go continue playing, playing the game he loves, but he wants a world-class education. Well, no better place to come than Appalachian State, and that's the way it worked out. He was able to, to come up. And so he is, but he's a walk-on. Okay. So he's not. He, he doesn't have his stuff paid for. He's having to pay for all this on his own. His family's, you know, fitting the bill. And that's what we're here for. Uh, we're here for those guys, not just the ones on scholarship. We're there for the for the preferred walk-ons and everybody fighting and scrapping to reach whatever level it is they're trying to get to, whether it's the dream and aspiration of the of the pros or just to be on the collegiate level while they earn that uh, world-class education. So that's the really cool thing that we're, we've got coming up with these athletes. So Cam Peoples, Demetrius Taylor gear dropping next week. They need to subscribe to know when, because if you don't, then you got to wait till September. Okay. Uh, and, uh, also with uh, Caleb Sperlin, we got his out. It's on the website. Number 97. Love him. Great kid from, from uh, Ennis, North Carolina. And so, yeah, that's the cool part. Cool that parts of the people. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So to our listeners, you, you guys heard it. Um, you can connect with James and House United Sports um, on Twitter, on Instagram, houseunitedsports.com. And uh, make sure you subscribe so that you're you know notified when the apparel drops. Um, and, you know, like we always say here, if you've got something of value from this episode, please share it with a friend. We're not charging anything for this and we don't plan to. So we're not going to run ads and um, bother you with that kind of stuff. Um, but thank you so much for your time and thank you for being a part of the Lead Well podcast.